listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome everybody to another late edition of Earth Oddity Podcast, but we're here now. I am Tiny, and joining me is my is my co-host, John Long. What's up, John? Gas prices are up. They are. Just a bit. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. This has been a huge topic, at least on my Facebook wall. Oh. I mean, yeah. this, this happens. Well, here's the deal, Tiny. This is Putin's problem. He's caused this problem for <laughs> us, and because that's what the government told us about it, and they're always right about everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Surely, once Putin's taken care of, gas prices will go down. Well, it certainly hit some of us more than others. I noticed that you, you yeah, took no. a trip to Chattanooga. I did. You're like, gas prices, smash prices. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> they mean nothing to me. I, it's, you can't take it with you, Tiny. You know, <laughs> the money, you can't take it with you. I don't want to die and leave money to my kids. I just right. want to spend it all. They can figure it out themselves <laughs> like I have, you know? Um, yeah, we went to Chattanooga, so we're recording late. Um, just a little quick weekend trip. Honestly, Dieter just sprung it on us like last minute, mm-hmm. and we just went up on a, a wing and a prayer and had a good time, though. Good, yeah, got Glad a nice, stayed in a nice hotel, ate a couple of nice meals, went to the aquarium. Nice. You hung out in Chattanooga before. Chattanooga is a fun place to go it for is. a weekend, like, yeah, you, for a weekend. You probably can't. You can't stay a week and no. find enough stuff to do. Not if you don't but drink. It, but it's a great weekend yeah. trip. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I wish it would have been a little bit later. Uh, maybe they would be playing baseball because the lookout's got a stadium right. downtown, That's too. That's right. Um, so, yeah, but it, it was a good time. We went to the Pinball Museum. Have you ever heard of that? No, but I did see the pictures. Dude, or was, I saw a picture. Yeah. Of uh, Deidre playing Donkey Kong. That's right. I said okay. that to you. Tell her she's going to take down our boy Steve <laughs> Weeby. Yeah. People don't know. I like. We got a lot of listeners don't know. We interviewed a celebrity. We did That's a true. world record holder <laughs> on Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there was this place that had all kind of old uh, pinball machines from like the '60s and '70s, and everyone you could even think of, like Kiss, Harlem Globetrotters, uh, all this stuff. The world's largest pinball machine was in there. Then they had a bunch of old arcade games. Well, now I want to go. <laughs> well, and here's the awesome thing about it, Tiny, is you could you pay a fee, like whatever, $40 it was. I don't know. It was, it was over 100 bucks. for all of us to means nothing to you. Go. Yeah, no, I, 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 I just like swap that card, man. It's fine. And we used my debit card so much, my bank called me. It was like, hey, are you guys cool? You know, has somebody stolen your card? And I'm like, no, man, that's us. And John said, do you forget who you're talking to? <laughs> right. I just like to know my bank's got that, like, in my best, they're paying attention to that. Right. You know? They're like, somebody's spending a lot of money in Chattanooga <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, the Longs don't spend a lot of money ever anywhere. Why is this activity happening in Chattanooga, Tennessee? And they have probably assumed my identity got stolen. <laughs> anyway, so I got that handled. But you pay a fee. And like, if you pay it the minute they open, you can play all day long. They give you a wristband. Oh, you can go around. You can go do your aquarium tour, come back, play some more, go eat some dinner until they shut down. You can go back and forth and play. When did this place open up? Because I've I never no heard idea. of this before. I have no idea. We just Man. found it. We just, we're just we just up there winging it. That like, sounds hey. like so much fun. We did, we had a lot of fun until Hudson decided he was not having fun and made and ruined it for everybody. Oh, no. Which is what a 14-year-old would do. Right. Yeah. Dieter's just started calling him teen angst. She was like, <laughs> like tonight, 
She was like, "What? How's Teen Angst doing?" And I was like, "Yeah, he's just sitting there playing on his phone, waiting on waiting on his hot dogs, writing hot dogs. dark poetry." Yeah, <laughs> she just calls him Teen Angst all the time. Oh man. Well, anyways, back to gas prices, though. Yeah, they are they are through the roof. Why? Because according to my Facebook wall, this is solely the fault of Biden. Sure, and yeah. him shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. And the other that side wasn't finished right. yet. Right, the other side is Putin's fault, and we should sacrifice for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You know, in solidarity with the Ukrainian people. But my limited understanding, because I was researching this, because I wanted to, no, I wanted to know what's really going on, not just join in with my tribe. Sure. sure. The United States, now I think in 2021, oil production did fall, but yeah. United States in 2020 was the top producer of oil. Right. And we're always in the top three. Sure. So we're probably not going to run out of gas at the pump. We probably no. don't have to worry about shortages. No. But with all these sanctions against Russia, Russia's like number two sure. on oil production. Sure, yeah. And so now, if I can use like a, a meta, if I can use an example, like it, say me and you, we both do drugs. Okay. We're both addicts. And yes. I get all my drugs from Heisenberg. Yeah. And you get all your drugs from Skeezy B. Okay. Well, Skeezy B goes to jail. He gets busted. Yeah. Right. Right. And I don't care because right. I hated that dude. That dude's a snitch. It's your competition, baby. I, I'm, well, I, I'm not, the, I'm not dealing, but I'm yeah. glad he got put in prison. Uh, yeah. Well, now me and you both have to buy from Heisenberg. Sure. So even though he's got plenty of drugs, his, his prices are probably going to go sure, up. Sure, yeah. So is that? Do I understand it correctly? That's basically our our deal with I, yeah, I guess. fuel prices. I don't know, dude. I like some of it's speculation on future markets and all that, which will cause it to fluctuate. Mm-hmm. It, normally, it does that too, but uh, I have no idea. And and I I've really ran out of the desire to care. <laughs> Again, no, because gas prices mean nothing that, to you. No effect on me. <laughs> but, uh, the, you and, and Colbert, y'all don't care. <laughs> the, everybody should just get an electric car. Uh, but the thing that I've hated the worst about it, it and I just, I just want to say this to our evangelical sisters out there, mm-hmm. right? Y'all don't have to keep sharing the, uh, I, I was at the gas pump today and the gas prices are so high, but then I realized I'm thankful for all the blessings the Lord's <laughs> given me post. Like, we could just stop on that one, all right? <laughs> like, if you don't have money, that even that bothers you even more. So, let's, let's I get the sentiment behind it. You guys mean well. I, I mean, I read the whole thing once, and then I saw it like a million different times in different formats. I saw it in a meme format one time. I was like, who would type all that? Oh, like a top text, bottom text. Like, it's way too long to read. But anyways, I, I just hope everybody would just quit with that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I've, I've heard that... uh our gas prices are already coming down. I don't know why. Maybe because the government was like, hey, we're going <laughs> to tax the oil companies all this. And they're like, okay, hey, wait a minute here. I don't know. I don't know how all that works. But if it's, I mean, but if it's basically just supply and demand. Sure. We now have, because everyone's passed sanctions on Russian oil. Right. We have less supply. Right. So we have more demand. Sure. Which means higher prices. It's just, I, I don't know, man. Like, everything's more expensive. I went to the grocery store. Yes. Dieter and I did. Date night. Don't want to brag. Just decided <laughs> to take my lady out. $400 for our groceries. Now, we were a slap out. 
Because every once in a while, I'll let it go slap out so all the kids will eat all the crap they never eat because they have choices they like better. (laughs) You know, like I call it like a purge. About every couple of months, I was like, I'll wait about an extra week on getting groceries. Because we got got food, you know. (laughs) Right. I just don't have the flavor Pop-Tart they like the best. Mm -hmm. So they have to eat the other ones. So they have to eat the strawberry frosted Pop-Tarts. Yeah, or the plain strawberry ones. So I, I don't know. It's crazy. But it was four hundred dollars to wow. get food for my family. Well, I mean that's that's something else about the gas and everything has been going up. Sure, it turns out it doesn't help when you dump trillions of dollars of newly printed money in the economy. You talk about like <laughs> what did I read the other day? It was something like uh, some abstra- astronomical percentage of amount of U.S. dollars in circulation has happened in like the past three years. It was like eighty percent or something yeah. like that ridiculous and they were all like well prices are going up mm-hmm. yeah i guess that's what happens and then russia being the keen man he is is like you know what now's a perfect time for me to invade ukraine sure <laughs> yeah i don't know but man i have i i don't know that i would have any greater fate in donald trump <laughs> And I do. It's well, Joe Biden. I mean, and look, this makes my wife mad when I say this, so, which leads to me not saying this a whole lot. Sure. But he was passing spending bills. Sure. Like, like all this spending started oh, yeah, before the Democrats came into power. Yeah. So I was of the opinion that we were going to have inflation no matter what. Sure. Yeah, know? of course. Yeah, uh-huh. they were the, we were, we, they, who, whoever, we were passing <laughs> those bills like crazy. I know. Um, and but, I've also, have you seen the memes like gas was under $2 two yes, years ago? Right. Which everything was shut down. We had COVID, <laughs> not to mention a price war between Russia and Saudi Arabia That's at right. the time. Oh, yeah. We, I but forgot no, about that. But no, that was Trump. Sure. <laughs> All Trump. Well, that's what I was saying, like, though, as far as Ukraine goes, I have I don't have any faith that our anybody in our government will keep us out of World War Three. I'm just already <laughs> expecting it. Uh, we were getting groceries, and I was like, let's get a couple extra cans of beans, you know? Let's pick up a pack of rice, yeah. just in case, you know? <laughs> you never know. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we uh, democracy's the greatest form of government. I know we have a republic, but it's because we get what we deserve, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that's what's happening. We just get what we deserve. Yeah. I love it. Well, anyway... What about some odd news this week? Well, I got a couple of stories about your favorite person, Elon Musk. <laughs> and uh, and then we're going to talk about a lady who eats only chicken nuggets. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have a story about inflation. I have an update on Jussie Smouye. Ooh. And, but I wanted to start with this one, John, because we, we need some good news, right? Sure. The Senate had passes a bill that would make daylight savings time permanent. Okay. Now, what's your take on the whole? All right. Around this time of year, sure. we get a whole bunch of memes, everybody complaining about one less hour of sleep sure. on Saturday night. Right. And then, and Which is the weakest, <laughs> weakest thing to do. Yeah. All right. First of all, I lost two hours of sleep <laughs> because I was in a different time zone when I was an hour ahead of Chattanooga and... Uh, time change too, all at the same time. So, but yeah. and then fast forward when we get to the fall, everyone's going to talk about how great it is sure. that we get an extra hour. Not me. The way the time is right now is what I want it to be. Well, that is what they passed. Yes. in the Senate. 
Okay, let's get into the House. <laughs> okay. Let's get to the people in the House. The Senate on Tuesday passed a measure that would make daylight savings time permanent across the United States. The Sunshine Protection Act. Oh, yes. What a great name. name. <laughs> passed, by the cha- passed the chamber by unanimous consent. The bill would still need to pass the House and then be signed by President Joe Biden to become law. If the measure clears Congress and is signed into law, it would mean no more falling back every year in the fall. Yeah. Oh, but what about the little kids who <laughs> stand at the bus stop in the dark? Well, that's the thing. Why do we do it? I've never gotten a straight answer on why we do it. I've heard the kids standing out in the dark waiting on the bus. It's for the children. They do sure. this for the children, John. Um, but like, uh, why do we really do it? Like, do you know? Okay. I've heard farmers. I've heard that, like 10 that different things. That is what I was told. Like, back in the day when kids had to work hard and sure. do the farm, yeah. this was so that they would have an extra hour of daylight in the afternoons to do their chores after they did their schooling. Okay. That's what I was told. So that's when we're on this time. And so but, they were like, okay, we've had again, the harvest. I Let's change I heard that the from clocks. my grandpa. I don't know yeah. if they started this one. <laughs> I don't know either. That's a, and I don't like according to the movie National Treasure, this was Benjamin Franklin's sure. idea. If I remember correctly, you know, like my dad, they would like let school out. They'd have to go pick cotton. You mm-hmm. know, like they would be like, Oh no, we're taking a break. It's time to go pick cotton. And that's right. what they would do, you know? So I could see that if that's the truth. But then what's the point of switching back like in November? Well, because I don't know. Like it I guess no it's, sense. it's, it's like for the kids, John. It's clocks. for the kids. It's for so they don't have to walk to their bus stop in the dark. I don't know. We just we're just changing clocks. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to me. Like why we can't just do it and then adjust times based off of daylight if we need to. Well, CNN reached out to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office for comment on when or if the House will take up the bill, but they did not immediately receive a response. Republican Senator Marco Rubio of Florida, a sponsor of the legislation, said that he doesn't have any assurance the House will take it up, but it's an idea whose time has come. Democratic Senator Kristen Sinema, who was presiding over the time, who was presiding at the time of the bill's consideration and who represents Arizona, a state that doesn't observe daylight savings time, could be heard on mic saying, ooh, I love it. <laughs> Following its passage, she let out a yes. <laughs> The bill has bipartisan backing, including several Republican and Democratic co-sponsors. You'll see it's an eclectic collection of members of the United States Senate in favor of what we've just done here in the Senate, and that's to pass a bill to make daylight savings time permanent, said Rubio in remarks on the Senate floor. Just this past weekend, we all went through that biannual ritual of changing the clocks back and forth and the disruption that comes with it. And one has to ask ourselves after a while, why do we keep doing this? Exactly. exactly. It doesn't make sense at all. I don't get the logical. I don't I don't understand. I don't know why. It makes no sense to me at all. Uh, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island, the lead Democratic sponsor, said Tuesday ahead of the passage that the bill of the bill that this would give us a chance for Americans all across the country to get rid of fallback and make day- daylight savings time permanent and to add a little sunlight into most people's lives. And it is precisely for this reason, because we all like it, it has nearly unanimous support. Sure. That is why it won't happen. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you know, like they'll be adding a bunch of stuff to the bill. That's what they always do. It'll be, 
Like you get daylight savings time all year round, but we get and abortions a border- <laughs> up to two years sure. of age. <laughs> yeah. We get a border wall, yeah. you know, and that'll be how it goes. And then it'll fail. Maybe you're a single mother and your kid's eight months old and you just don't want to have a baby anymore. It's so rough. you just go talk to your doctor and, and abort them then. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I you may know. want to pursue a career. <laughs> Yeah, you got things to do. You know, babies will hold you back. You know, Which they absolutely do. You got no argument for me sure. on that one. I can't argue with you there. Here's the thing, Tiny. The Lord, you know, we're both Christians. You know, we don't make any errors about that. The not Lord, per- not not perfect, right? No, forgiven. I'm the worst. <laughs> yes. I'm the worst. Okay. But the, the reason I believe in Jesus is because I need all the help I can get. Uh, okay. Yes. Maybe you don't need a crutch. I do. <laughs> I definitely do. I guess the only thing that keeps me from offing myself. You know, like, yeah. I'm such a horrible person. Yeah. Anyways, the Lord who designed us and made us and, and, and the entire world, and he had to make reproduction so pleasurable. <laughs> <laughs> that you're willing to throw away your hopes and throw dreams. Away, like a solid... <laughs> Rest of your life, really. You know, like you yeah. never get a break. My mom, they still don't get a break from me. You know, like it's crazy. And it's, that's why sex is good. People are like, you know, why is it pleasurable? So you'll you'll be dumb enough to have a kid. Because <laughs> if you explain having a kid to somebody without a kid, they're like, nah, I'm out. You yeah. know. But then, you know, all it takes is messing up one time. You know, like one kid will change your mood about it all. Mm-hmm. For a normal person. I mean, there's always those ladies that like stick them in the trunk and drive off into a lake. <laughs> but, I mean, for a normal person, all it takes is one, and you're like, man, this is the greatest yeah. thing ever, even though it sucks so much. It sucks sometimes. Anyway, uh, daylight savings time, I love it. I would love for it to be permanent. Me too. It's probably not going to happen. Well, we passed a bill in the Alabama Senate, didn't we? Like yeah, but well, once again, it has to be we approved here in Alabama, right. but it didn't. It has to be approved yeah. by our federal overlords because we lost the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> I know. Our federal overlords had to say it was okay. You you try to rebel one time, and then they start passing a bunch of rules. And then make uh, your flag a hate crime to fly it. Absolutely. <laughs> Which we went to the at Lookout Mountain. We went to the you know the Battle of uh, whatever Chattanooga and they mm-hmm. had all that up there. Well, we went down there and then Deidre's mad because they were going to charge us to get in. I'm like, well, it's a national park, you know. And she's like, well, are our tax dollars not paid to get? I'm like, no, it's a national park, you know. Like, well, you have to pay to go in. She's like, well, we're not. So we would go back, and they got American flags hanging up, and then they got the stars and bars hanging up. And I was like, man, if they had rebel flags hanging up, then they would have all kind of problems. But nobody knows what stars and bars are, except true Southerners like myself. <laughs> well, let's move on to a healthy woman who hasn't eaten fruit or vegetables in 22 years. Hmm. Guess what she lives on? <laughs> I will, I think you said it earlier, but chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets, that's right. Chicken nuggets. Are, are they any kind of chicken nugget, or are they specifically Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets? Or I'm going to be real honest with you. or something. I'm going to be real honest with you. I just looked at her pictures. I didn't read the story, okay? Just transparent with you, so I don't know. All right, we're going to get to that together. Okay. 
Uh, a British woman who hasn't eaten fruit or vegetables in 22 years has revealed she lives on a diet of chicken nuggets, fries, and potato chips, and she says she's perfectly healthy. Summer Monroe, who's 25, suffers from avoidant restrictive food intake disorder, and the thought of eating an apple or a banana is enough to make her gag. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Huh. It sounds... Look, I don't want to be insensitive. Sure. But it sounds like she had some parents who were just well let, let her eat what she wanted to eat. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, I got it. Thomas eats what he wants to eat, which is chicken nuggets. We went to some nice <laughs> restaurants. Is he perfectly healthy? Yeah, he's healthy. Okay, you know good. why he's healthy? Because he's like a kid and his metabolism is <laughs> racing like crazy. I have to have conversations with him like, you know, you see what I look like now? This is gonna be you because I was the same way. You know, <laughs> I ate crap and stuff I like. And then one day, my metabolism slowed down, and I continued to eat like that. And I still do to that, that to the day. And you, you're just a fat blob like me. Um, but he broke us, you know. Like, I, I was like, you're going to sit there until you eat that. You know, mm -hmm. we had one of those moments, and he sat there until I was just like, man, I don't care anymore. Like, <laughs> and we made the deal. Like, if you don't like what we cook, you can fix yourself a sandwich or whatever. So he does. He'll go scramble eggs, do whatever. It's fine. Anyway, so this, yes, this lady's probably been told she can eat whatever she wants. Um, her phobia is so severe that she even turned down her grandfather's offer of $1,310 to eat a single pea. Oh, my gosh. Which is a 1,000 pounds, by the way. She's British. And like we were discussing before, she's like a 10 in Brit. Okay. <laughs> you know, like Tuscaloosa, she's probably a six. Yeah, I was just because they yeah. like six or seven around here. Yeah, right. But yeah, Britain, she's got to be. <laughs> I mean, she's up there with like, I don't know, whoever hot British people are. Mm -hmm. I don't pay attention to them. We beat them in the war. So <laughs> uh, I just can't see myself changing, she said. I like the smell of food, but if I try to eat it, it makes me physically sick. As soon as it touches my lips, I can't do it. Um, she says she skips breakfast and chows down on a bag of potato chips for lunch. Every single night, her dinner consists of six to eight chicken nuggets with a side of fries. Um, she says she's in great shape and doesn't take any vitamins or supplements. A lot of people say they're surprised that I'm never ill. I'm also very upbeat. I'm a very upbeat and happy person, and people don't understand how I've got so much energy. It doesn't affect me physically. I don't feel lethargic or anything, and I've had blood tests, and they're all fine. So, well, let's uh, let's check in in fifteen years. Yes, I'll say like she just don't know. She, you're just young. She's twenty five. Uh -huh. I could eat whatever I wanted to when I was twenty five. That's where it goes. Hmm. I eat potato chips for lunch, and now I get fat, but I still do it because I love it. Just like money, man. We can't take it with us. I ain't gonna need this body once I die. <laughs> Well, John, speaking of potato chip and massive inflation. Yes. Did you know? Do you like Doritos? Let me start, start that way. Doritos is a top five chip. Doritos are amazing. Are they your number one? Just standard Doritos or Cool Ranch? <laughs> you know what? I can, I can go back and forth. I like them both. Doritos, Cool Ranch are great, but they'll kick your breath up for like the rest of the day. I tell you what, now I know that you're not, you're typically not a big fan of like these new flavors that come along. I will, for I was, a little bit. <laughs> you're getting stepping on my bit. I'm about <laughs> to go into. Well, I was going to say, 
they're for a while, and I haven't seen them in forever, so mm-hmm. I don't know if they even make them anymore. But the Doritos Sweet Chili. Oh, yeah? Those were amazing. Well, see, here's the thing. Doritos has fallen into the Mountain Dew trap, I like to call it. <laughs> Which is we're just of massive profits of of we had a singular item that was so amazing it (laughs) transcended and now they're just messing with it too much you know like well you just play original (laughs) yeah I know but there's just too many like like focus on what you became great at Mm -hmm. you know like Michael Jordan was great at basketball he wasn't great at baseball he was decent for a minor leaguer and probably would have been okay if he kept playing. And I don't know if it had got to the majors, but it made for a great bid in Space Jam. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Played at Birmingham, too, by the way. Yeah. I watched him play. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I mean, the Barons, I mean, he, he, it, that was big time. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it was, it probably wasn't as big as Bo Jackson when he played for the Barons because Bo Jackson was a legend around. He here. was. Yes. I mean, Michael That's Jordan's true. great, but Bo Jackson's a legend. I would like to see the ticket sales comparison on both of those. <laughs> well, in my opinion, Mountain Dew became great when they released Code Red. Sure. <laughs> and that was going to be my point. <laughs> Code Red is to Mountain Dew as Cool Ranch is to regular Doritos. Ah, see, I see those perfectly two, what you're saying. Those two are acceptable. Mm-hmm. But I don't need Major Melon Mountain Dew or whatever I saw at the store just a little while ago. I drank one. Is it okay? No. <laughs> See? See? But here's the thing. You can't have progress without risk. <laughs> you you have a point there. I will drink every single flavor of Mountain Dew they release. Look. So far, I have found one that I love, and that is Code Red. Mountain Dew. The original Mountain Dew. Is Michael Jordan in his prime dominating? <laughs> I mean, tongue out, dunking on everybody. <laughs> yeah. And Code Red is him at the Barrens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Code Red is him at the Barrens, still entertaining. Okay. <laughs> Not as good as basketball, Michael yeah. Jordan. But that's it. Like Space Jam, Michael Jordan, that's like. Major Melon <laughs> Mountain Dew, you know? I feel like Mountain Dew is Elon Musk when he started Tesla. Okay. Code Red is Elon Musk when he started SpaceX. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. all, that, <laughs> all that aside, you are now getting five fewer Doritos per bag Ooh. thanks to inflation. It's Biden's so, America. Let's go, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> this is what building back better looks like. If your bag of Doritos has seemed suspiciously skimpy on chips lately, and they absolutely have, you are not alone. Frito Lay has <laughs> confirmed that it decreased the number of chips you get per bag by five whole delicious triangles in 2021 in order to account for inflation. Wow. Inflation is hitting everyone. We took just a little bit out of the bag so that we can give you the same price and you can keep enjoying your chips, but less of them. Sure. They ain't ever giving that back. (laughs) You're never getting it back. Peace could break out in Ukraine. That's right. The dollar could somehow, some way, come back stronger than ever. I saw Saudi Arabia's making a deal with China. For <laughs> kind of got me a little worried. You're never going to get those five chips back. Sure, never. They will never <laughs> give them back. 
the way capitalism works is now it's on some other company to come along. That's right. And put five extra chips. Give you a better in something that's amazing. You're going you to switch to that. You will never buy Sam's Doritos over regular Doritos, <laughs> no matter how many, how little they f- put in there, how few they put in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a difference of five chips might not seem like much if you're not the one with the shorted bag, but cutting half an ounce from a bag while leaving its price unchanged correlates roughly to a 21 cents per bag saving. Wow. Time reported in 2014 with regards to Frito-Lay flavored chips. For 200 million bags of chips, that means the total amount is saved is upwards of 50 million. Doritos aren't the only product that's gotten smaller while charging you the same price. You'll also get one fewer brushes out of a tube of Crest 3D White Radiant Mint, 28 fewer crackers out of a box of Family Size Original Wheat Thins, and several fewer sips out of your bottle of Gatorade as companies try to pass higher supply prices onto consumers with sneaky downsizing and repackaging. Read more about what products have gotten smaller under your nose at The Quartz, which is, the, I guess, the company that, that reported on this. Those sneaky capitalists. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get one over on the working man. Mm -hmm. Yep. They've been doing it for years. They've been doing it for years. Like, we all, it's a running joke that the bag of chips is already half full of air. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember, uh, if you went to the, I remember you back when I was a kid, you'd go to the store and you'd get like a can of Coke, but then they came out with the big 20. Sure. (laughs) The 20 ounce drink. Yes. And are they still are they still that? I think for a while they backed off to 18 ounces, didn't they? I think they're 20 still. They may still be 20 now, but I remember for a while I think they backed off because they quit putting that big 20 at the top of the sure. label. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how they get you, Tiny. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Let's talk about it's all another, Biden's fault. That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about another dude that's got got. Elon Musk's ex-girlfriend Grimes is dating Chelsea Manning. Okay, well, good for her. Sure. Grimes is dating infamous leaker Chelsea Manning after her relationship with Elon Musk ended for the second time. Broke up again. Mm. They're getting serious. They U-hauled it, a source tells us, of the fast-paced nature of their relationship. They've been living together in Austin. Austin's like the new California. It's very quickly becoming like another Silicon Valley. Yeah, right. Yeah. Texas going to build a wall around it. <laughs> Our source also says Manning still has her apartment in Brooklyn, just in case you were wondering. Uh, neither Manning nor reps for Grimes immediately returned Page Six's request for comments. The pair have been interacting on Twitter in recent months with certain messages hinting at their relationship. Oh, I don't want to read about all their exchanges on Twitter. <laughs> I just wanted to make fun of Elon for losing his girl to a girl, you yeah. know? A girl who, but it's a girl who used to be a man, though. Yeah. So, what was her, are we allowed to figure out what her name was before she changed? Absolutely not. That is called dead naming. Right. And yeah, that will get you banned on Twitter. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to cross lines or anything. <laughs> yeah. It's honest truth, man. We I don't want to offend anybody. We all have to pretend like that never happened. <laughs> Right. Well, I I mean, I can't not think about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, she's free to live her life however she wants to. I'll call her she all day. And I'm, you know, none of that matters to me. Also, I feel like I have to admit, like, I mean, I have very conservative values. I'm a Christian. Sure. That said, if it was looking like I was going to prison for a long time, 
the first yeah. thing I would do is change genders. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's number one on the docket. And sure. the quicker you can do it, the better, because you want to convince this judge, I've been living as a woman for however long. Right. Well, you can't go put me in a men's prison. you got to put me in the chick's prison. Yeah, well, you, you know, there's a lot of... In today's day and age, there's probably more people than you and I that have figured out that loophole, <laughs> and it's going to start being exploited here. Yeah. The old Corporal Klinger loophole or whatever that of people doing that. And it'll be all in the news because, you know, Blaze TV and Glenn Beck will report every single instance that it happens. I have faith in the LGBTQ community <laughs> that they will. They will fight the legal fight so that if I ever do have to go to prison, I can I can do just that. Sure. <laughs> You're like, I already had long hair once. <laughs> I don't know. Is it your turn? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jesse Smouye. Okay. <laughs> you know him? Sure. Is that, was, is that actually how you say his name? I, I've, I've heard, never heard it pronounced by I've heard it I pronounced Jesse Smollett, okay. and I've heard it pronounced Jesse Smouye, and I've heard it pronounced Juicy Smouye. <laughs> That's the Dave by Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really don't know. What everybody learns about us this podcast is that we're both Christians and we both watch Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Keep talking about that in Sunday school, but I bet we're not the only ones. <laughs> we're just the only ones dumb enough to say sure. we do. <laughs> Record it. For, gonna go to some server somewhere that outlives us. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, this is the actor. He was on what was the show? Uh, Empire. Empire. Okay, yeah, big and fan. He faked a hate crime against himself. <laughs> I, most people think it was to get sympathy. Or to get him to not kill off his character on the show or something. What the, the absurdity of <laughs> that sentence? He faked a hate crime against himself. Yeah. Crazy. Well, that's, that's what Banana lands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was just like, hey, I need to be in the public spotlight. You know, I didn't know he had, was like losing his job or whatever. Well, I don't know if he actually was, but I think that was just kind of rumored okay. at the time that he, his Maybe character like may have been getting kicked off the show, and he so he needed some sympathy. Maybe he had the old TDS, you know, What's Trump that? Trump derangement Trump syndrome. syndrome. You don't see that on Facebook? <laughs> I do see that. Sure. Anyway, uh, so anyway, he paid these two Nigerian brothers <laughs> to put on MAGA hats and pour bleach on him. Sure. And put a noose around his neck. Yeah. And then call him a whole bunch of derogatory terms for gay people because he's gay. Oh, he oh, didn't mention that. I yeah. didn't know that. He is. Okay. So they called him a bunch of bad names. And then they told him that this is Trump country <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> now, wait a minute. <laughs> he shouted, This is Trump country. And then he uh, he goes home. He had a bag of Subway. He, he goes home and yeah. he calls the police, and the police come and he still has the noose on his neck, and he tells them about what happened. Sure. That these now, two uh, red hat MAGA guys. Did the beat Nigerians him up. really wear the MAGA hat? <laughs> In my mind, I like to pretend they did. <laughs> I know. It makes it so much better. <laughs> it makes it, they had to get into character. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes it so much better <laughs> if they are. Well, anyway, he is now seeking emergency release because, you know, there was oh, a yeah. trial. Sure. 
uh, what is it? His charges were dismissed. That made a whole lot of people mad. Yeah. They came back. They reopened. They had new charges. Mm-hmm. They found him guilty. He was sentenced. And now it's time for him to do a little bit of jail time. It's nothing right. too serious. But yeah, he's doing 150 days. Yes. Which he didn't expect to get. And I didn't either because he's rich. <laughs> I, I, you know? I expect him to get anything. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he is now asked for emergency release as his family shares threatening phone calls that he's gotten. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, Jesse Smouye's lawyers <laughs> and family are demanding an emergency suspension on the actor's five-month jail sentence, saying vicious threats, including highly disturbing anonymous phone calls, raise serious concerns about his safety behind bars. Sure. One of his siblings received an alarming call Friday morning on a number that was given as his emergency jail contact when he was taken into custody Thursday night following the sentencing for his late his hate hoax conviction. A small a spokeswoman says, and this is a quote from the from the call that they got. I hope what they do to that guy in jail. Here's what they're going to do, right? They're going to take a broom handle and take that little expletive and mm. then shove it in there, and he's going to go in a shrieking sound. A man's voice says in a video <laughs> of the call shared by Smooye's team on Monday. Okay. <laughs> Who's calling to leave a message like that? I think it's two Nigerian brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would love it. If, I would love it if the police would say, "Hey, you fooled us once." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, that's wild. Like, if there's somebody, I'm sure there's crazy people out there. Yes, but how are they getting their number to leave the message? Apparently, this number was released some some kind of uh, somehow it was released. Oh, okay. The Nigerian brothers probably <laughs> released accidentally. Air quotes. Let it out in the open. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, that's a violent voicemail. <laughs> you know? It really is. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of like what Dater leaves me. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, anyway, it says that this caller bombarded his sibling's number with dozens of other similar calls Friday morning. The new filing calling for his immediate release, the actor's lawyers claim that he's become a target of vicious threats across social media following his conviction. And this no doubt reflects the hatred and wish for physical harm towards him, which he may experience during incarceration. (laughs) The lawyers who are pursuing an appeal further argue that his detention in protective custody is essentially solitary confinement and could inflict extraordinary damage on his mental health. Mm. They also claim he he has a compromised immune system. And so his potential exposure to COVID-19 while in custody also raises a serious health risk. <laughs> you know what? It just goes on and on and on. But uh poor fella. Here's a he's I know he's, he's, he's got he's a little boy cry wool, you know? And he's got a five month jail yeah. term. It's not like he it's not like we're locking him away and throwing away the key. No. I don't think if you're a celebrity, people probably be pretty cool if you're cool to them. I don't know. I been inside a lockup like that, you know. Been <laughs> yeah. a few holding tanks in my life, but yeah. Uh, so I don't know how it is, but I would think if you're a celebrity, they'd be like, "Oh, let's be cool with a celebrity guy. He's going to have more money to buy cigarettes and stuff, or mm-hmm. maybe they just beat the mess out of you, do some stuff with a broomstick, uh, <laughs> buy cigarettes. I don't know how it works on the inside. I'm not built for that, so yeah. I won't fake a hate crime against myself. 
Yeah, I just uh I, I don't I don't feel sorry for him. I don't really he needs, to, he needs to just go to prison. Yeah. There's yeah. enough regular hate crimes going on. We ain't gotta exactly. mix a fake one in there, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like let the cops do whatever it is. I don't know. Maybe that was his thing. He was like, well, I don't want the cops arresting folks. So I'll just <laughs> tie them up for a little bit of time here. I don't know. Um, well, let's get back on your boy, Elon Musk. Okay. Your favorite human, right? I don't know if he's my... I think Jesus would be my favorite human. Okay, that's an easy answer. <laughs> All right. That's like a Sunday school answer. He's top 10. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, it goes without saying Jesus is number one, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, number one is my wife. Okay. All right. Because she'll occasionally sleep with me. <laughs> well, I've I've cracked a code on that. We'll talk about it. We'll we'll talk about it in the Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Remind me because okay. I have cracked it. All right. <laughs> did you find did you find the the mythical Spanish fly? <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, Elon <laughs> challenges. Uh, Vladimir Putin to a sing- to single combat over Ukraine. Russian official calls him a little devil. <laughs> of course he did. Tesla's billionaire CEO. Can Elon Musk fight? I mean, you know, I tell you what, <laughs> there's there's not much he can't do. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> oh, you're such a fanboy. <laughs> you don't think you can beat up Elon Musk? Let's well, say he came up here in the yard, started hollering and challenging you with his shirt on. Well, now let me let me tell you this, okay, John. I amazingly, I have not been in many fights. Yeah, nobody wants to fight. <laughs> I haven't you. had a whole lot of people trying to start nothing with me. Sure. That said, my grandfather told me when I was little. He said, "Look, son, there is no such thing as a fair fight. Sure. If you ever get in a fight, you do whatever it takes to right. win. If that's throwing dirt." If that's kicking somebody in the in the testicles, sure. Do whatever it is you need to do to win. Yeah. Because that's the point is to win. Yeah. So I agree. So I just tell everybody, look, don't expect a fair fight if you come try and start something with me. <laughs> do uh but do you think you can beat up Elon? I think me and Elon would be a fair fight. You know? <laughs> then I think you would crush me. So yeah. like I'd I give him I I I'd uh I tell you what, I, I for not <laughs> For the views alone, I would love to get in a ring with Elon Musk and, and give it a go. So, you know, my buddy moved, David moved out to Washington. He's the head of this like cycling league or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's a granola guy. Uh, he said that he was, he grew up in Dothan and he was like, you know, I was telling the people on the board about, you know, getting in fist fights growing up. And he was like, and all these men were just appalled that. That was that that happened. He was like, "Did you get in fist fights growing up?" I was like, "Yeah, every once in a while, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that's just part of the deal, isn't it?" <laughs> Apparently, they don't do that up there. Huh. So, yeah, I, I thought that was just toxic masculinity. <laughs> so they probably teach their kids how to do like conflict, healthy conflict resolution. <laughs> but just getting in a fight and match in the vacant lot, you know, over baseball or something, was just part of growing up. Yeah, yeah. it's just how it went. Or somebody say something about your mama and you get all your feelings hurt before you got old enough to realize that it didn't matter if they made fun of your mama. Because <laughs> yeah. mama was just fine. Yeah, like mom's cool. <laughs> you know, like I don't care. And everybody makes fun of everybody's mama. That's just how, you know, like your mama jokes is a whole genre of jokes. Yeah. So that's just the way it goes. All right, anyways, back to Tesla. I mean, Elon, Elon. you boy Elon. He challenged Vladimir Putin to single comment, yes. to single combat. And he insisted he was absolutely serious about the offer, while Russia's space program director replied that 
he was a little del- devil. Ooh, yeah. Them's fighting words. That's right. <laughs> I hereby challenge Vladimir, Vladimir Putin to single combat, and the stakes are Ukraine, Musk said in a Twitter post on Monday morning, um, using the Russian alphabet to write Putin's name while writing Ukraine in the country's own language. Um, in a follow-up message in Russian, must tag the Kremlin's, of Kremlin's official Twitter account and ask, do you agree to this fight? Hmm. Now, you raised an interesting question earlier. Yes. Before we started recording, yes. I was like, uh, I know Elon Musk is currently the richest man in the world. Yeah. He's a big deal. But he doesn't, like Ukraine isn't his <laughs> to is- gamble, is it? <laughs> yeah, like maybe we need to get the Ukraine people in on this, right? right? Yeah. Maybe they have someone who's better. We need Vladimir Zelensky to stand in front of a podium and say, Ukraine will <laughs> honor the results of the duel. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would be like me and you, John. John, I challenge you to single combat. combat. <laughs> Winner gets Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> okay. And she'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, if this is a quote from Musk, if Putin could easily humiliate the West, then he would accept the challenge, Musk wrote and said, but he will not. <laughs> just call him a chicken. He's that's good. Old, that's just <laughs> you a chicken. Yeah. Um, you, Ukraine's vice prime minister and head of digital transformation. Um, some dude whose name I will never be able to pronounce weighed in on Elon's challenge uh, and said, I'm sure that Elon, Elon Musk can send Putin to Jupiter. <laughs> so anyways, um, I don't doubt. I don't think they'll fight. I no, wish I they would. I wish they would. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yes. And I love the idea of each nation raising a champion. And that's how we settle all disputes from now. On. Yeah. You know? I mean, like they did in the Bible, like they did in the Bible, <laughs> like every once in a while, I mean, it saves a lot of bloodshed, and yeah. everything, but every once in a while, you're going to see somebody's head get cut off, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's going to happen. The pay-per-views would be outstanding for it. They could just do it like UFC, just get in the ring and, and fight and whoever wins, wins. Mm-hmm. And Joe Rogan's podcast would be that much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to do it. In the efforts of fairness, um, if you win, you get to rule the earth for like four years, and then we'll have another. And then we big, have another. Uh, we have a tournament, like a blood sport, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> if you win ten Mortal Kombat tournaments in a row, then you get to invade from Outworld. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it works. I yeah. think we just brought about world peace, pretty much. I think we did. Yeah. Well, Not to mention some of the greatest marketing. Yeah. Opportunity. Oh man! In the God. world, you think about people selling commercials during the <laughs> the Battle of the Champions yeah. tournament. Oh, that's that'd be amazing. Let's do it. Do you think we could talk midway into just letting us call it Mortal Kombat? Sure, that just makes it so much cooler. Yeah, no, they get to release a new game every four years to go along with it. Yeah, you and can before play the tournament like, starts, they got the Mortal yeah. Kombat. And I'm like, well, I'm going to play as, you know, Christopher Tiny Sullivan this year, you know, because you got Rose up to be our, we voted you to be our champion. It'd be pretty amazing. Who would, who would you like to take as America's champion? To begin with? Ooh, I don't know. Like I, my initial thought was LeBron James, but he's getting older. 
Yeah. I, I'm assuming steroids are legal for this, right? I like think anything all cards goes. are on the table, right? Like like bionics. Yeah, whatever we can work out. <laughs> Maybe that's even better. We do a robot. I, we can't not the robots will eventually take over. We can't do a clone war. Or you could do cyborgs. We can't do like a clone. Yeah, a cyborg. You could have maybe. like a like Kano, his little laser eye. Sure. Yeah. No, a Robocop. <laughs> yeah. You know, anything goes. Anything goes. I think this is a good idea. I think we're <laughs> on to something, really. We need to we need to sit down with somebody with some money. Maybe no guns. Yeah, I would say no weapons at all. But like like, well, you gotta have swords, right? <laughs> the swords would be cool. <laughs> Especially if they can like pop out of your wrist. Oh. <laughs> All right, you get into that. All right, nerd boy. You get into like superhero stuff. All right, yeah. come on. I don't know. Maybe we just give them throwing stars. <laughs> throwing stars. Big advantage to the Asians, you know? Those, I'll tell the, you what. Those countries, Asians and rednecks, <laughs> who bought them at the flea market. I'm very disappointed. That I haven't used more throwing stars in my adult life. I, know. <laughs> I thought I would when I was a kid. They were the coolest. <laughs> they were so cool. My kids cared nothing about throwing stars. <laughs> like we saw some one time. I was like, look, dudes. And they were like, yeah, whatever, man. I was like, no, you could like throw them and stuff. This one's got Robert E. Lee on the side. <laughs> <laughs> got the rebel flag on one side and some like Chinese writing on the other. It says the South will rise again. Yeah, in Mandarin. In Mandarin. <laughs> I got it at the flea market on 280. Got it at Tanny Hill Trade Days. <laughs> Picked it up, got this bull whip. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I don't know if the audience at large thinks that this is probably, as funny as we do. They have no clue. <laughs> this is cool. This is like. I mean, this is right in the. If you grew up in the South in our era and you're a young man, you did this. Like it was just part of life. Everybody had throwing stars, oh, bull whips. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throwing stars only. Anyways, you know who's a big throwing star fan? Brandon White. <laughs> And you know what he does? He runs Cajun Curl. He's also agreed to do my VHS wedding video to DVD. He's figured right. it out. Yeah. And I told him I'd hunt up the tape last week, and then he texted me tonight about it. And I was like, man, I, I'm a child. I forgot <laughs> to do it. <laughs> it was real important to me like two weeks ago, and it's just gotten less important as the days have went. Mm-hmm. I didn't even look for it. So I'm going to try to locate it. Um, anyways... We want to thank him and Cajun Curl, uh, Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there on their website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on it will change your life. I had some this morning with my grits. It was great. It was, nice. It was excellent. I, if you don't, if you haven't put it on grits I yet. I don't think I've had it on grits yet. Oh, that's so good. I, I need, definitely need to do that. Yeah, it's good. Just give it a little kick. It, it gets your day started out great. <laughs> uh, on the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice. You can also find the recipes that they have there, uh, and they're absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. 
If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Minus Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Lurleen Wallace Piggly Wiggly. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by Uglinda Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out on CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. We ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, we uh we got some voicemails this week. Okay, cool. Nice. That's what happens when you record on time. Yeah. Uh, still don't have one from Jacqueline, though, so I'm wondering if she's okay. I saw I on Facebook so. she said she didn't have power. Oh, okay, well, maybe that's it. It's got to be rough living somewhere that's, like, cold <laughs> and remote. I would love it, though. <laughs> I was afraid that something, maybe the Canadian truckers did something. and uh, It probably all goes back to them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I felt really betrayed because they kind of had my sympathy a little bit. But yeah. I tell you, if they did something to Jack, oh yeah, no, I will they go will there. have no, they will find no yeah. rest. I will, I will fight for my Canadian sister <laughs> if they have offended her in any way. You will find no shelter yeah. from the wrath that will rain right. down on top of you. You've you done something to our one lone socialist right. friend. You, <laughs> <laughs> you get the biggest, baddest trucker you got. We're sitting in tiny. And we're going to settle this at the border. With right? swords. With swords. <laughs> I have a sword, by the way. Nice. Yeah. I, I'll let you borrow it. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but our first phone call comes from Drew. All right. All right. My name is Drew. I've uh, been on the, on your uh, podcast, left your review under the name King Drew Bossa. I've had your phone number stored in my phone for quite some time, and this is the first time I've actually called. So long-time listener, first-time caller, happy to be a part of this. I'm listening to your podcast currently, and you guys just told a story about a woman uh, who was attacked by a five-year-old. It made me think about this time. I want to let you guys know that I... Uh, I don't trust other people's kids. I don't like other people's kids, and there's a, a perfectly good reason for that. My wife was a, a big sister in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program and was invited to a pool party. She asked me to go with her, and uh, I'm a sizable man myself, so I thought, sure, I'll, I'll go. And you know what happens to sizable guys when they get into a pool with a bunch of kids? It then becomes a game of let's see who can knock the big guy down the fastest. And I was, uh, I don't want to say attacked, but uh, I got ganged up on by several of these little kids, and they got me. They got me underwater, and then they were smart enough to put one child on every single one of my appendages. So I had one kid sitting on my legs, uh, both of my legs, and one kid per arm, and I thought that I was going to die because I was underwater, and they were just laughing and having a good time. But my savior came in this in a form of another hefty little boy who even underwater I could hear him yell, Get off of him! And then threw himself amongst all these kids who were holding me down and started throwing them across the pool. Now I say across the pool, it's really only like eight feet, maybe, you know, but he would pick up these kids and start throwing them off. And for me, uh, for me, that time forward, me and that uh, hefty little kid, we were best friends in that pool and ain't nobody messing with us after that. 
just thought I'd tell you that little story. Uh, hopefully, I can just give you guys a call more often. I, I really, really enjoy your show. Would love to be a part of it. Awesome. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Dude, that was a great story. That was. I'm, I mean, I'm glad that yes. you didn't die. Admittedly, right. that would have been a great story for the show. <laughs> a man drowned by five-year-olds in a pool. Drew, fellow man of girth, like <laughs> us, you know? Yeah. I think that's our target audience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was a great story. He told it well. Yeah. It was everything well, timed out well, everything. Mm-hmm. That was good. Kudos to Drew. Have you ever been mobbed by a bunch of little kids? Sure. Yeah. Are you, Drew, are you interested in taking over for me on the podcast? Permanently. <laughs> <laughs> if you are, reach out to Tiny. Okay. Uh, we have uh, one more here. Hey, y'all. How are y'all doing? This is Stan. John, let, let's, let's talk about Tom Pointer and Dr. Who here. I gave it a week to breathe. Calm down a little bit, but you know, you really should try to watch it again. You know, it's, it's going to turn 59 this year. 59 years running the sci-fi series with the greatest storyline ever. I mean, how can you not watch it again? That, that's my challenge for you. You and Tiny both. Y'all need to go watch it. Now, I would suggest that y'all don't watch the last few seasons. To me, different writers, different things wasn't my jam but i do suggest that you go back and look into it all right well that's all i got for today y'all have a good one and stay odd uh yeah doctor who i actually did try to get into it with the the new ones like when was it 2009 they rebooted it they got new actors. are you asking me i am I have no clue <laughs> what was i thinking <laughs> well, i will never watch doctor who <laughs> never never yeah i think i'm I, I didn't make it but like two or three episodes in yeah and i don't think it was so much the show itself i just I have trouble these days, like staying awake when I start watching something. If the sun's down, so I think that was the, really the problem. Yeah. Well, you're but. on daylight savings time now. Time to get on Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're gonna get that law passed. You can is watch it, it all. Is it streaming anywhere? I have no idea. I, I think Deidre would like it. Deidre likes all those weird shows, but I'm not me, man. That's that's not my thing. It has been going on for a long time, though. He says it's turned 59. Yeah. So is that it? I guess we're done. Aren't we? we did get a dad joke. Oh, okay. From cool. our buddy uh, Pat from Portland. Yeah, Portland Pat. He said uh, to our Catholic friends, "If all good dogs go to heaven, do bad dogs go to purgatory?" <laughs> <laughs> of course, John thinks animals don't have souls. Of course, they don't have souls. Right? Yeah. If an animal was a conscious being, mm-hmm. it would wear pants. <laughs> You know, right? But my, your cat will just show you his butt all day long. Like put it right in your face. You you can't you, you can't well, be a about, conscious being and do that. Well, what about people who don't wear clothes? Well, they're nudist, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, we should have exterminated them a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the baby boomers gave us—a mm-hmm. bunch of old people who don't wear clothes. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, let's get rid of them. We don't need they're. What are they doing to help us out as a society? <laughs> I'm wrong for saying that. People are free to not wear clothes. But the majority of us, you wouldn't want to go down to the tire plant and no. everybody not in their coveralls <laughs> while they're working. It wouldn't be fun. No. You got some dude in a break room beside you? It definitely wouldn't be fun. No. 
It gets hot too. It makes them sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mercy. think about sitting in a seat somebody else has sat in? No. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. That's why we, we're conscious beings with a soul. That's why we wear clothes. Right. And animals are not. That's right. That's right. <laughs> They're, I mean, I know I'm a horrible person. <laughs> oh, for everybody listening, your dog's going to be in heaven when you get there. Well, we, Probably, you know, like it's paradise. We don't know. I, I, don't I mean, know. it could be, it could not. We, yeah. we just don't know. There's a I part of me. to know. There's a part of me that likes to think that Harambe could be raping Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> in hell right now. Harambe was a tender lover. Okay. <laughs> Would never do that. A gentleman. <laughs> I don't like you casting aspersions at Harambe. Well, Jeffrey Epstein, how else do you punish a guy like that? <laughs> well, I Rather than question. lock him up in a cell with Harambe the rape ape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you bring some valid points to the table. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I prefer to picture my Harambe in heaven, <laughs> okay? Right. Not raping and <laughs> looking down upon us as we trudge through the dreary existence we have yeah. until we go home. Would like to point out that if he would have just gone to his to his little hut, sure, like the zookeepers told him to, he would have been fine. He's trying to help that kid out. <laughs> He was a benevolent, <laughs> loving gorilla trying to help a child out. He could have broke that kid immediately. He didn't. Well, maybe he was getting ready to. They didn't have to kill him, Tiny. You know, like, I don't know what they did or, or if they did or the, didn't. What's the like? Can't we tranquilize him? I, mean, I always tranquilizer, assume tranquilizers take it. They don't work instantly. Not if you put like fifty of them in him. <laughs> well, you would have killed him anyway. Well, you give him a. <laughs> Give him a peaceful death, I guess, you know, or maybe he comes out of it. It's like a DMT trip for him or something. Maybe his death was pretty peaceful as it was. (laughs) That would take a 308 to him, you know. Somebody did the trick. Somebody, there's some redneck in Ohio who's like been wanting to kill a gorilla his whole life. And he had his shot and he took it. It's a good shot. Yeah. I mean, can't fault the marksmanship. I mean, can you imagine how bad that would have been if he would have hit the kid instead? But then you just be like, well, man, the gorilla would have killed him anyways. (laughs) You know? Then there would have been a whole bunch of like little kid memes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm not a great parent. Uh, (laughs) But I've never let my kid get into a a gorilla enclosure. We've been in the zoo multiple times. (laughs) My kids have never been over the fence anywhere. Yeah. I will say we were at the zoo one time. I think it was the, it was, you know what? I think it was actually the Chattanooga Aquarium. And Eli, when he was three and a half years old, he come that close, John, to getting into like the otter oh, exhibit. Really? Yes. We were standing on that little bridge, you know, that low, like overlooks him. Yeah. And he, he was in my arms and he just dove. <laughs> and I mean, I just grabbed him immediately, but he come, I mean, that close. I, do and you, I would have shot every otter in that exhibit. He's <laughs> <laughs> just been slaughtering otters. <laughs> Eli's just sitting down in the water playing, and you're just hunting otters down. <laughs> the vicious otter. Um, 
Yeah, man, I've spent the night in a zoo before. Have I ever told you oh, that? Oh, no. Yeah, no, we did it on a school trip. They don't have that in homeschool. No, I guess, Y'all no, do they that don't. in homeschool? <laughs> no. It was, I did go to the zoo one time, and they didn't want to let me out. Okay. <laughs> well, we got to feed kangaroos. Cool. Yeah, yeah right. like with bamboo or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I don't remember. Yeah, it was cool. Me and Thomas and Hudson. It was for the gifted and talented kids. <laughs> okay. I don't want to brag. <laughs> it's for the gifted and talented kids, so. Huh. The Gate Kids, which is a CIA psyop, if you read enough into it, into the whole thing. That's how they find their people. Is that yeah. like the Gate Kids and Bill Gates? I don't know why they call it. It's Gifted and Talented Education or something. Huh. But if you get deep enough in the conspiracy world, that's how the government finds out who to MK Ultra and mm-hmm. who to bring in to, you know, MK do the MK Altering of mm-hmm. others. So, huh. Yeah. So just like little poor baby. Sirhan Sirhan yeah. was probably in a Gates program. That's right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And Thomas Hudson and Thomas is a graduate. Hudson's graduated and Libby's in it now. Of your kids, which one is the most likely to assassinate a president? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I'll say right now, mine's Josiah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I could see, I don't know. Thomas could probably do it. Thomas probably could get away with it. That kid's a genius. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, yeah. he's like super smart. He's annoyingly smart. <laughs> I spent all weekend with him because Hudson wasn't talking to anybody. So it's just me and Thomas hanging out, which is great. You know, like he's my first little buddy. It was Thomas like, Hudson, you got to you gotta patch things up. <laughs> no, no, it's just like he stayed away from me. We just let Hudson do his thing. Walk around, listening to his headphones, rapping Kanye West. And uh, walking like 10 feet in front of us because he was embarrassed by our family. Hmm. Yeah. Regular teenage stuff. <laughs> well, we also have some questions. Oh, you? yeah. I forgot like all about questions. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. Uh, we, at, uh, well, we like to ask John questions on this show. If you would like to ask him some questions, you can head on over to our Discord channel, link in the show notes, and you can head to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel. Our first question comes from Goose, and he says, uh, why is our vice president so bad at this? And he has a, uh, a link to Kamala Harris saying something. I haven't watched this yet. Because as we all know, elections matter. And when folks vote, they order what they want, and in this case, they got what they asked for. Hey, I just said that. <laughs> I went off script a little bit. Okay, so <laughs> I think he's just referring to her being awkward in general, right? Yeah, um, I, I don't know why she. I don't know why she's that way. I'm awkward in general too. So yeah, like I mean, Kamala Harris, she does have like bad. Numbers, right? As far as like uh, poll numbers, I don't even are, think people on her side like her, from what I read. Yeah, and and honestly, I, I'm not, I'm really not sure why. Now, Grant, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't watched her every time she's in front of a camera. She like dropped out. Of she does the primary have like- before they had their first vote. It was like, no, I ain't no way I'm even getting a vote. I will say this: I do think it's amazing that we have a vice president who said on a national debate stage that she believed the current president's accusers yeah <laughs> and now she's the vice president well, there you go and we all just don't talk about it we're like well, okay yeah we believe in women tiny that's <laughs> what we're doing now is we're believing women we went long enough 
without which what was it Stephen Colbert asked her and she was like it was a debate I was trying to win a debate <laughs> so I said that the uh, the front the leading Democratic candidate I said I believed his sexual abuse accusers yeah, right I know <laughs> she should come out now and be like you know I still believe her but he's the president <laughs> yeah, he's, what you gonna do I got this cool job <laughs> I got this cool job guys I mean you know water under the bridge that's fine that's how it works in he politics. said he, he said he won't do it no more that's how it works in politics though you remember what Donald Trump was like just called uh Ted Cruz's wife like ugly to his face <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. and then like well like I would I, I don't know that I would fight you but I would be like, well, me and Tiny ain't bros no more. I ain't talking to him. He's talking bad about my woman, you know? Yeah. Ted Cruz is like laughing up Donald Trump as much as he could. He did hold out as long as he could. Yeah, like, I, don't, you, was, I would never give in. Ever. Well, did, I lost a lot of respect for him outside of a bunch of other stuff. But that was the ultimate. Like, well, you, now, ain't gonna, you ain't going to defend your wife. I'm going way, way, way back, and I'm not defending Ted Cruz. No, it's fine, you know, man. Whatever. But you can, I'm just you saying, Cruz boy. Didn't he make a lot of Republicans mad because he said something bad about him at the Republican convention, like when he was supposed to be receiving I, the nomination? I think I vaguely remember. Didn't that. he stand yeah. up and say something bad? I think he didn't. He didn't give like a like a. I don't. I don't know the right way to put this without sinning. So I'm. He didn't give a glowing review of Donald Trump, you know, like in his nomination speech Uh or whatever. Because I remember when he finally did come out and say that he supported Donald Trump in the election. I think it was like a few days before the grab him by the P tape came out. (laughs) So it was just kind of hilarious timing. I would have never done it. You know, like right then, I feel like if I was at the debate, there's cameras on and everything. Like if it was just me and you debate and you mm-hmm. were like, Deidre's, Deidre's got an ugly face or whatever. <laughs> I would never, you know? I would I know you never would. say that about I Deidre. You. But I would be like, look, Tiny, we're about to fight. You know, like just because you'd be all hopped up on adrenaline. You got winter, cameras, winter, all these people watching you. You can't not do anything about it. Winter gets Ukraine. <laughs> I'd be like, Tiny, I may get beat up on national TV, but we're going to have to fight after you say it's that. It's just a principle thing. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's just a principle of it. And I'm going to take my butt whooping, and that's fine. But you ain't going to talk about my wife without pre- repercussion. Okay, our next question comes from That's Our Bobo. Are you familiar with the fine services of Toby Jones and his big arse truck rental and storage? (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm not. I'm unfamiliar. Uh, This is a good one. This one comes from The Driver. Have you ever met a celebrity? I've met Jerry Clower before. Nice. And Minnesota Fats. Okay. <laughs> That's about it. I met Mike Gordon, who's the bass player of Fish before before a show. Okay. He was on Segway outside of Atlanta. I was sitting in a Kentucky steak and shake one night. Okay. And no joke, the big show walked in. Wow. And sat down at a table, like just two or three tables down from us. Did you go down and be like, I'm the next big show? At the time. Was that long hair? I mean, you had a yeah. big show look for a little while. <laughs> yeah. At the time, 
I, and I know this is crazy, but at the I, I'm I've never been like a huge wrestling fan. Yeah, I didn't know who it was. I just thought, oh, that's a big guy. That's a there. big dude. <laughs> I told that to Dieter the other day. I think big people know like tall people and big people. They notice other tall and big people. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they're just not on our level. Because <laughs> the doctor she works with was like six four, and he knew my friend Mason, who's like six four, from mm-hmm. coaching little league. But they didn't know they knew each other. They just knew each other were tall. Right. Like I bet you they walk in a room, and they're like, "There's another tall dude." You know, <laughs> yeah, and like guys like me are just like, okay, all right. Our next question comes from Stan. What did one four three mean on Mister Rogers' neighborhood? Uh, I would assume I don't remember a lot about Mister Rogers. I don't either I didn't watch a lot of it. I don't think. Have you seen the Tom Hanks film? No, I, I have not either. No, no. man, that was like a a snooze fest. Well, that was my that was my closest shot to like finding out. If you knew anything about it or not. No, I would never watch that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I assume it means I love you because that's how Deidre and I used to sign notes to each other. I think she got it from her mom. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, one for I, four for love, and three, you. Why is a a three a you? Y-O-U. L O V E and I is one letter. I'm just gonna you never I'm just be. gonna nod <laughs> my head. Tiny's. I cannot decode this crazy language, <laughs> this Mr. Rogers language. <laughs> but I don't, her she got it from her parents. Okay. We don't do it anymore. We don't huh. write a whole lot of notes to each other. Oh, you're saying the number of the letters. <laughs> <laughs> just now got that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of the letters in each word. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I, I appreciate you counting on your fingers to try I to did. help communicate that, but it just it took a while. The people okay. couldn't see the effort I put in to help you understand. Well, because it could just as it could just as easily mean I blank you. <laughs> yeah. No, it could. It could. It could. Sometimes it does. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, our last question comes from y'all have a crush on Lady Amberlin on Mister Rogers' neighborhood. I don't remember. Lady I don't Amberlin. remember Lady Amberlin. Either. Wow, I didn't watch a ton of that. I don't. I did. I mean, I remember watching it when I was a kid, but yeah. I don't. I remember virtually nothing about yeah. it. I mean, it was forty years ago. All right, that'll do it for questions, John. But uh, one thing we need to do before we end this show is we need to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of you so much, and we would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. Those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Henry Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. We thank you so much for supporting what we do, and if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but the $5 tier will get you the extended show, every single show, and sometimes we do exclusive shows. Yeah. Speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up with the extension today? Well, number one, I'm going to talk about how I unlocked the code. I cracked the code. All right. That is worth every bit of $5. Absolutely. (laughs) If you're a guy, you're going to want to listen to this, okay? (laughs) Yes. I've figured it out. Frankly, I'm on pins and needles myself, dear. All right. That's good. (laughs) 
Uh, and then we're going to talk about a guy who got in trouble at Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about Canadian man. Okay. So we don't get a lot of Canadian man stories, but yeah. we got one today. If you're Canadian, you should join the Patreon. <laughs> you should. I like Jacqueline. We're pretty much a two-fifths majority of Canadians in there since me and Jacqueline both are there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me as an honorary Canadian. Uh, of course, if you can't join the Patreon, you can uh, support us some other way by leaving a review or especially just telling a friend about the show. That's the best thing you can do. I was about to say, we don't do a whole lot of begging for reviews and for uh, nah. promos only, but we really should. Sure. <laughs> and starting now, come on. Uh, do it. Do it. All the cool kids are doing it. What, come on, sissy? <laughs> what, are you afraid they're going to laugh at you? That's right. Come they on. They will. They'll laugh at us. <laughs> yes. You know? Like, Look and y'all can idiots. laugh together at sure. us. Yeah. Tell your friends about the show. I've been the butt of the joke many times yeah. in my life. So, yeah. You got anything else before we end the free show? Nope. Other than I appreciate everyone putting up with me. Mm-hmm. Not really you. You don't do anything. I imagine <laughs> I ruffle some feathers every now and then. Think about that. I may have ruffled some today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't mean nothing by it, you know? Yeah. I, it's hard to just talk all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, some stuff doesn't come out right. <laughs> You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us. Whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. we got some show art. You can check that out, underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. We have a link to our Discord server in the show notes, and we also have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? 662-493-2059. Text your dad jokes, 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Okay, Tommy. The moment you've been waiting for. (laughs) I have cracked the code. All right. It's a two-part thing. Okay. All right. One of them.